everyone. Thanks for checking out the Citizens Podcast. We are the high school student ministry at Maranatha Bible Church, and we meet on Sundays at 11 a.m. in the student wing. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you posted it on your Instagram story and tag at NBC Citizens. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, I am Nathan Kersak. I'm the missions pastor here and happy to be here while Eric preaches in the uh, the auditorium. Didn't he do a good job? You guys were in there? He, uh, you, were you kind of like, do you get nervous for him? Are you like, come on, Eric, we know you're hilarious, and we want the whole church to kind of see how awesome you are a little bit. Like, and uh, I, I'm thankful for Eric. I appreciate him a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm thankful for this group. Like, I, I know I'm, I'm the missions pastor. I'm 43 years old. I can't be in here all the time. But, like, just, what are you, what are you saying over there? You mouthing off, Trenton? <laughs> um... <laughs> So uh, I can't be in here all the time. I'm not allowed to, right? I'm too old or whatever. But uh, I kind of wish I could be in here more. Hearing the testimonies, you three, like that was incredible. Uh, because I grew up in the youth group at Maranatha. And I've sat where you're, well, I was, we were somewhere else. But I've, I've been in your seats, if you know what I'm saying. And I just remember, like, what it's like. And so to hear, like, Josh saying, like, yeah, plug in. There's amazing people here. He's right. He's right. It was so formative for me, and I loved it, loved it, loved it. And it's how God helped call me into ministry. And so uh, I, I agree with that. And, and Haley's saying, like, yeah, get in the Word. I'm like, yeah, she's right. You got to do it. Like, this is a great time. Benny's saying, get baptized. And, like, you know, he's, he's walking through. Yes, I just want to second all of that with you guys. As someone who's been there and, and been in here and kind of grown up at Maranatha in the youth group, you guys have something special going on in here. And... So come and be a part of it. Benny, I was even thinking about your, like high school is a tough time, right? You're fitting in and your new stuff and who's who and all this stuff. Um, I felt like sometimes high school is like a big cool contest. Like who can be the coolest? And it, it's just like, you know, you, nobody feels like they are the coolest. Everybody's struggling with it. But uh, I want you guys to know, you belong in here. If you're sitting in here and you're like, yeah, you know, I go to Maranatha and I'm part of the high school and... Yeah, you're more than just part of it. Like, you belong here. And so I'm glad, everybody in here, that you're in here. And so grateful for that. Um, I, I mean, we could just call it right now. I, I, I got something I want to teach, but I just, I love it. I, I love hearing from you guys. And just the, the group that you have, be thankful for. God is so good. Thank you, Eckberg, for... Uh, for singing for us, singing with us, leading us, yeah. Okay, so we're going to be in the book of Acts today. Uh, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to do an overview of the book of Acts. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, but I need to know who in here went to the DR, who went to Dominican Republic. I see hands all over the room, and I'm thankful for that. That was awesome, wasn't it? I mean, it's just a great experience to be able to do that. So years ago, when I was a junior and a senior, both years, uh, we went to Mexico. Tampico, Mexico, which is on the uh, East Coast, and uh, we have a picture up here. Um, now, I don't, I, it's good that it's, you, it's so far away, because it is a fuzzy picture, because it's old. It's from 1997, but believe it or not, that is me, and you're like, wait a second, something, yeah, yes, I've changed. I know, I've changed. You'll change, too. Uh, but over here, some of you may have seen this morning or even this week, if you were helping at all with, uh, with Maranatha kids, Edgar was here. 
Edgar Michael, he is here. That's his wife, Carmen, and he's my age. We're both in high school in this picture on the beach. There's Steve Marshall. If you know who Steve Marshall is, who else would you know from this picture? There's, there's probably more, but you can't really see who they are. But um, how cool is it that that was 97, 22, that was like 25 years ago. And here we go. Uh, yes, Lexi, your mom is in there. I see you, a big smile on your face. Your mom is up here somewhere. Um, she is somewhere in there. Oh, it's so fuzzy. All right, we'll find her later. There's a lot of people. I, th I feel like she's in there somewhere. Um, anyway, so 25 years later, here is Edgar, and he's going to be working with one of our partners in uh, Mazatlan with Shoulder to Shoulder, and I'm thinking, how cool is it that what we do here as a church expands beyond just these walls, right? And you guys, some of you, this is your last Sunday in here, which is crazy to think about, right? And, and where are you headed, and what's God going to do through you, and could it be you? Maybe you who went to the DR, Maybe you took some pictures, and, and 20 years from now, you'll be standing up here, and you'll be talking, and it'll be with somebody that was a picture with you. I'm just thinking about how, how cool it is that God invites us to be part of something that's global, something that's timeless, something that's eternal, something that is, uh, it just crosses countries and cultures and languages and ages and any other boundary. And that's what we're gonna talk about this morning, the gospel going out spreading, being greater than we could ever imagine. And so that's what the book of Acts is gonna be about. So if you wanna turn to book, uh, Acts chapter one, or if you wanna find it, if you got your phone or whatever you have. Um, Acts chapter one, we are gonna get in the word, as Haley said. It's time to get in the word, doing an overview type of, of, of the book of Acts. Um, and Acts chapter one, we're gonna be looking at verse eight first, and we're gonna find summary verses throughout the rest of the book. And so here's my goal, that by the end of today, that you would be able to summarize the book of Acts in like 15 seconds or something. And so um, you, you might be thinking, yeah, I, I kind of know Acts a little bit. I know some verses in Acts, but what we're going to focus on is big picture, okay? So we're not going to spend a lot of time in just a, a, a verse or a section, uh, but after we look at Acts 1-8, then we'll look at big picture and just kind of get a handle on what it's like. Um, and so... Um, you guys are in high school, you got the rest of your lives to live, uh, and hopefully read the book of Acts, and, and maybe today we'll help give you like a framework to understand it, and so uh, I have a big outline that we'll walk through, but um, don't worry, we will get out before 1225, or whatever it was last week. Um, <laughs> that's the plan, so don't get nervous. I know we got a whole book, and you're like, how are we supposed to do this? You'll see. Uh, you can trust me a little bit. Um, but, uh, so, you're at Maranatha Bible Church. You know that we believe in the Bible. And so when we say Bible, what we try to do here is we'll teach and preach through certain uh, passages in the Bible, right? So it might be like Pastor Eric today was, was doing five verses, or was it six verses, 21 through 26. Is that five or six? Help me, you smart college or bound students. Yeah. Now, it's, I had a five, but I hear a six. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. It's six. Is that, yeah, I know, exactly, yeah, you gotta think about it. Anyway, what we do is, a lot of times, we will uh, spend time on just a passage, and we'll walk through that passage, but sometimes, just like when you're watching a movie, you're reading a book, you can get caught up in the scenes, like this happens, this happens, but you kind of miss the big picture. 
That can happen sometimes. So before we get into Acts, let's play a little game and, and talk about what this is. We have movie summaries we're going to put up. you got to guess the movie. This is big picture plot that we're going to describe for you. And we're not going to talk about scenes and specifics and characters and stuff like that. We're just going to give the overall uh, theme or plot, and you try to guess it. All right, first one. Guess that movie. A physically disabled son gets kidnapped and his father has to chase the kidnapper thousands of miles to find him while the father is helped in his journey by a mentally disabled woman. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. No hesitation. When did you know? When did you figure it out? Who had it? Oh, it's your favorite movie? Oh, I can't hear anything. Okay, good for you. By the way, I didn't write this. I don't know uh, if you dis agree or disagree with the summary or plot or whatever. I don't know or care. I didn't do it, okay? So next one. A pragmatic scientist touring an almost complete theme park on an island in Central America is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power failure causes the park's attractions to get out. Park. Jurassic Park. You had, your, you had your hand up before we even put the slide up. You're, you're a movie guy. All right, we'll talk later. Okay, next one. A story about good fighting evil. One of the main characters is on a quest to become the greatest hero while struggling with an evil figure who turns out to be his father. Star Wars. Yeah, I guess. And again, I didn't write these, but I guess that's like all of Star Wars because that's more than just one movie. Yeah. All right, next one. A star athlete falls for a smart girl at a party. When they return to school, they're both, okay, we already know. Yeah, yeah, okay, we know it. Um, Trenton, have you seen this movie? Oh, 100%. I grew up on this movie. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> ah, okay, all right. I've never seen it. That's, that's going to stay that way. All right, last one. We got one more. In a big city, a rookie cop and a cynical con artist must work together to uncover conspiracy. What is it? We have a correct answer. Zootopia. Zootopia. <laughs> I love, I love it. Um, I've never seen that one either, but that's great. Okay. So by the end of our time today, I want you to be able to do that with the book of Acts, right? Just kind of be able to summarize it, all right? So um, we'll do it. All right, let's start with this. Why do you think Acts is called Acts? Why is it called Acts? Uh, the longer title is the Acts of the Apostles. So <laughs> it's kind of a way of saying like the Acts, like the actions, like this is what happened. It's, it's, you could call it like stuff that happened. <laughs> you know, that's what it means. Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, it's just about how um, they spread the word about Jesus, about how the church got rolling, all of that stuff. But these are the actions. So chronologically, this book happens in the after the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And so we're in the New Testament. Uh, we're going to read right before Jesus ascends. That's, that's kind of where it takes place, where, where the book starts. But um, all of the Bible leads up to the New Testament. So if we're talking Old Testament, and we're talking about summarizing the Old Testament, think of the Old Testament as a giant arrow that points forward to one person. Who am I talking about? Jesus Christ. 
All of the Old Testament leads up to him. We have uh, God creating the world. We have him creating people. We have a good creation and all of that. But Adam and Eve sinned, and God promises in Genesis 3 that he'll bring, uh, provide a, a redeemer. Uh, and so we see throughout the Old Testament um, that, that he chooses for this redeemer to come through his chosen people, which is Israel. In Genesis 12, he promises Abraham. And then we see throughout the... Um, just through his relationship with Israel, how Israel actually does not follow him, how they disobey. Uh, and God provides a means for them to be saved through these sacrifices, right? They're required to be doing these things, but it all leads up to Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, um, and, and much better. That's what Hebrews is all about. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tell us about Jesus, his life, his death, which saves us, his resurrection, and now we get to Acts. And so Jesus is actually preparing his disciples before his ascension up to heaven. Um, in the first chapter, he's preparing them. And he says in verse 1, 8, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 8. And I want to read it, but hold on. Hold on. Before I do, I need to make sure everybody is on board with the Old Testament summary, that you guys are with me on that stuff. Everybody, you guys in the back, you slackers in the back, were you listening? <laughs> okay, well, I got a thumbs up. Sometimes I never know what's going on in the back row back there. You guys are so far away. And in the high school, because this room is so big, like I don't know if there's people like standing around back there. Like I just, it, it, there's like a different kind of thing going on in here. I just want to make sure that everybody's with me because we're like the Marines today. We're going in together, we're going out together. So if we're going to go into Acts, I need to make sure everybody's on board with Old Testament summary. Can I do another one real quick? Just a quick Old Testament summary. Ready for this? God, creator, good. <laughs> Man, sin, bad, okay? Prophecy, redeemer, good. Chosen, Israel, good. Israel, unfaithful, bad. Sacrifices, needed. <laughs> uh, not enough. Jesus came to be the sacrifice once for all. We can be saved through him, through what he did in the Gospels. Good, back row. Back row's good. Okay, all right, more thumbs. I like it, okay. We're ready for Acts. Let's do it. Uh, God is gonna use Jesus' disciples to carry out his plan. Now we're part of it, so let's, talk, let's read this now. Um, Acts 1.8, it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Man, that's a good verse should be memorized, memorize it, I encourage you, practice it, get a tattoo. If, you, if you're into that kind of thing, you want to get this verse tattooed, um, don't tell your parents I told you to do that. Does anybody, do you guys ever do, like, do you just do the ink tattoos? Do you guys, like, pretend you have a tattoo? Does anybody have a pen and a razor, and they would like to, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to tattoo myself. Um, but it's that good. It's that good of a verse. And it's that foundational, in my opinion, to what's happening throughout the rest of the, of the New Testament. Um, and so, Acts 1.8, we're going to go forth and witness by the power of God's Holy Spirit himself to where? Our own neighborhood, our own backyard, spreading out to the ends of the earth. It's just an incredible concept concept. So when we think about this, Jerusalem, where were they standing? What, where were the disciples standing when Jesus gave this, this command? They're standing in Jerusalem. They're standing on Jerusalem. So it's their home. Uh, if Jesus were giving this commission to us, he would, he would, he may have worded it differently. He would say, you'll be my witnesses in Akron, Ohio. Uh, and then 
surrounding area, the United States, North America. This is where we start. Uh, this is where we are, so this is where we start, right here. And that's what he was telling to his, his disciples. Uh, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, where they were, and in all Judea and Samaria, the surrounding areas, and to the end of the earth. Uh, challenge for each one of us in the room. Are we serving in our own Jerusalem? Are we serving at home? Some of you guys that were raising your hands about DR, that's, I'm so glad you guys could go, but it, it starts here, right? I mean, it's awesome to go to another culture, another language. Like, it's just kind of a mind-blowing experience. I know, uh, and, and we love it. But the progression is God's plan. This is, a, this is a Maranatha thing, but it's a Maranatha thing because we're Maranatha Bible Church. We want God to, um, we want, just want to obey. It's like Eric was saying this morning. We just want to obey. So this is what Jesus is saying. Uh, the Holy Spirit is going to be the power that we have. We're going to witness for him where we are at home uh, if we were in Jerusalem, we would say it's starting in Jerusalem. Here we are in Akron. So we're going to start here, Judea and Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. So we, uh, we like to follow this. Uh, who can give me the name of one of our church plants? Thank you, Benny. 539. 539. You got to, yes, you're pumped about it. Yeah, scouting, by the way. You're doing what now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're excited about sending you guys out. I was just texting Mike, Pastor Mike, this week about we're going to pray for you guys in September and kind of send you off, and we're excited about it. Okay, good. So we have our local church plants. Um, does anyone know any of our regional church plants? Like, I know, and I, these are not as popular, so I might not expect you to. Uh, we want to grow in that area. We have regional partners. There's a ministry called the Northeast Collaborative that is reaching our Judea and Samaria as far as, like, the New England, uh, Northeast part of, of uh, our country. And uh, we're pretty excited about what they're doing through New England. We support work uh, in Phoenix, I'm sorry, in Arizona, New Mexico area with Native Americans. Uh, last week, if you were in the church worship service, you saw uh, my friend named Aaron, who's planning a church out in Phoenix, Arizona. We've helped support them. Like, we are excited about uh, what's happening in our region. Um, we actually, uh, if we think about Judea and Samaria, Samaria was different culturally, right? Like, they were, if you remember the story of the Good Samaritan, like, they were different culturally. They, they, had, they were partly Jewish, but they were um, just a little bit different. There's a different culture going on there. Well, we have a, uh, we're pretty excited about a church that's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And I know, when I say Scranton, I know what you guys think. Scranton! Scranton! Yeah, exactly. The Electric City, yeah. I know, I know, all, all that stuff. Um... But we're excited about this. It's a Spanish-speaking church in Scranton, and uh, Pastor Steve is going out there, and, and, and hopefully maybe you guys will have an opportunity at some point to go out there. But there's all kinds of things happening in our Judea and Samaria that we're excited about, and, um, that, that, and we want to be a part of it. Okay, who can tell me one of our, uh, our um, international partners? Any, any missionaries? Just name a missionary. Score, yeah, we love Score in Dominican Republic. Somebody else? Nice and loud. I can't hear anything up here. Equip Ministries International. Equip Ministries International. Craig is, uh, can I say? I saw Amanda in here earlier. Is Amanda in here? Can I, tell you, can I say where he is? Is your dad cool with that? He's in Honduras right now, right? It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So Craig Peters, thank you, Amanda. Um, what about other, what other country, other continents? Lothamers are there in England. Yes, yes. Church planting. We, we've been there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. 
They're all over. You walk down our missions hallways, you will see partners from all over. And this is what we're, we're thinking about, the ends of the earth. So we're excited about that. So everybody get that concept, local, regional, global. You could say here, there, everywhere. If you want it to rhyme, you want it nice and you know, easy to remember. But, um, but that's the whole thing. Okay, so Acts 1-8 is going to serve as our map for the rest of the book. i got to start moving quickly. So Acts 1-6, through 6, we're in the first stage of the church. It's a Jewish church. They're in Jerusalem, their home. Any famous verses from the first six chapters? Famous sections that you guys love? If you, even as you glance through it, uh, the end of Acts 2 is incredible. It talks about the early church, and it's like, I want to be a part of that church. Uh, in Acts 4, 12, I love the verse, there's salvation in no one else. There's no other name under heaven uh, given among men by which we must be saved. Uh, talking about Jesus, I love it. A lot of good verses there. But when we get to 6, chapter 6, verse 7, look at this. Chapter 6, verse 7. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of the disciples multiplied, multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. How about that? Do you guys not know that verse was in there? Like, unless you're looking as far as like a summary statement, you might just kind of glance right through it. But this is what we want to do. We're thinking big picture. So 6 7 is actually a, a great verse. Um, you guys know that the chapters and the verses are not inspired. Those are man-made. Man decided, okay, chapter 6 starts here, and verse 7 starts here. Like, that's all man-made. That's not inspired stuff. So we don't have to trust it like we trust the words. But if, maybe we would organize it differently. But 6-7 is a great summary to the first section of the book, that the gospel, the word of God continued to increase, disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. That's a key word right there, Jerusalem. So we got, the, we got that going. Acts 1-8 is starting to come true. So let's see if it continues to come true. Acts 6 through 9, um, what kind of things were happening in the church? As you kind of look, as we go through, we see Stephen the martyr. We see something interesting in chapter 8, verse 1. There arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Well, this is pretty important, right? Persecution scatters the church from Jerusalem through Judea and Samaria. And then what happens in verse 4? Now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. So not only did believers spread from Jerusalem, but they preached the word wherever they went. That's huge. Um, the gospel is spreading. We love it. And then in ver uh, chapter 9... Paul gets saved. It's awesome to think what happened through the Apostle Paul. Like God used him so much. The, uh, the middle of chapter 9, verse 31. We have another summary verse. Acts 9, 31. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. Do you see like how these verses kind of just stand out and jump out? When, once you read Acts 1.8, and you're like, all right, what is the rest of the book of Acts about? Okay, we're seeing it. We know in Jerusalem it was growing. Now we see Judea, Galilee, Samaria, it's growing. It's happening. It's being fulfilled right in front of us. It's awesome. Um, and just a reminder, yes, yeah, Samaria was a different culture, and so uh, they're crossing these cultural bound boundaries. It's, it's not just Jewish anymore. It's, they're, they're different, and so expansion is happening. Uh, in Acts 10, we see the gospel coming to the Gentiles, and that's good news because 
I think most of us in here are Gentiles. And so um, that, that's good news for us. But at the beginning of Acts 10, you'll see a guy named Cornelius. You see him there? Uh, he gets a vision to go get Peter. Peter goes with Cornelius and his guys. They go to Caesarea, and they teach them how Jesus provides forgiveness of sins. Uh, thankful for that. The Holy Spirit comes to the Gentiles. Let me read, starting in verse 39. It says, And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and made him to appear. Not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Mm. Good. Let's get to our next summary verse. It's in 1224. What's happening now? Is it continue to grow? Yes, it says that. 1224 it says, but the word of God increased and multiplied. It's happening. The message is spreading. And if you're not thinking this is a big deal, think about what happened if it would have just stayed in Jerusalem. Gospel never crosses the Atlantic Ocean, right? There's no Maranatha Bible Church. There's no high school youth group. There's no salvation and eternal hope for you and for me. This is what's amazing to me. We read the Bible, and if you're like me, you know, I grew up in church, so like I would hear Bible stories and everything, and it can seem like the Bible is kind of removed. Like it's a, it's, it is, it's holy. It's a set-apart book. It's a holy Bible, and it's a special book, but it can seem like it's, it's so far removed from who I am now that it's like there's a jump. It's got to make a jump from, from the text to my life. But I want you to think about something really crazy. The, the people that you're reading about in the book of Acts Share the gospel with somebody, shared it with somebody, who shared it with somebody, and the family tree goes down, and it made its way to you. So we're in the book of Acts. We're in like chapter 3,850 or something. I don't know what the chapter number would be, but it continues. Like these guys are like our spiritual relatives, right? They shared, who shared, was shared with somebody, and eventually it found its way to us. God's used it. He's spread to us. It's so amazing. I'm so thankful for this message that God preserved it and, and brought it to us. So love it. Um, but just to wrap up, because I know we're, we're going a little bit over time here. Uh, throughout the rest of the book of Acts, you see it continue to grow. I, I wish we could spend some time in chapter 14, because it gives a great, towards the end, a great example of church planting. But um, then it kind of, the book of Acts kind of becomes a little more autobiographical about the Apostle Paul. But you continue to see the gospel spreading and growing, and we love it. Um, verse 16, chapter 16, verse 5 is our last summary verse. I'll read 4 and 5. It says, as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. You can read Acts 15, Jerusalem Council. And then verse five. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and they increased in numbers daily. Oof, love it. So let's summarize. We've got a bunch of summary slides and then I'll pray and we'll go. Here's what we got. Acts 1.1 through 6.7. It's the primitive church. It's, in, it's Jewish. It's in Jerusalem. Summary verse is 6-7. Remember it said that? The gospel was, yeah, there in Jerusalem. Next, 6-8 uh, through 9-31. This is the geographical expansion of the church. It was in, uh, it was in Judea and Samaria. And then Acts 9-32 through 24 is the first expansion to the Gentiles. Remember Peter, Cornelius, 
And we see that the, the, the word is spreading there. Okay, next slide, please. 1225, then we see that it's expansion under Paul's leadership. We have another summary verse, which we read. But then we didn't have time to work through all of this through Acts. But you see further westward expansion as Paul's going on his missionary journeys. He's visiting these cities. There's new churches being planted out there. And then you see a little more autobiographical, the end, Acts 19 through 28, is Paul's journey to Rome. Churches have been planted. Gospel's growing. Nothing's going to stop it. It's going to make its way to Akron, Ohio, and Maranatha Bible Church in the year 2022. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, it's great, isn't it? Like, you're part of this. And so, I hope Acts makes sense to you. If you think Acts, yeah, that's, uh, okay, Jesus, yeah, he ascended. And then it's like a bunch of churches and missionary journeys and Paul and something like that. Like, if it doesn't make sense to you, just try to, try to think of it this way. The gospel starting in Jerusalem, spreading, Judea, Samaria, the, the regional areas, and then the ends of the earth, and it made it, it made it here. So, we're excited about that. We're thankful for that. Um, let me close us in prayer and just, uh, just pray that God will continue to do his work through you guys. And I want to pray a special prayer, too, for you seniors. I would, I mean, I would get emotional <laughs> leaving a group like this. Um, but hang out and, and say your goodbyes and whatever you want to do. But I'm um, thankful you could be a part of this group, too. So let's pray. Lord, we do give you uh, praise, thanks, um, just uh, glory for all that you've done throughout history. We think about how exciting it is that we're a part of the biblical story, that we're a part of what you've been doing throughout history, Lord, that, that you wanted the gospel to come here. You wanted your church and uh, your disciples to come here to Akron, Ohio. And so, Lord, we just want to thank you for your sovereignty over history. We want to thank you for everything that happens in the book of Acts. And, Lord, I just... Um, I just thank you for even the testimonies that are in Acts, but the testimonies that are in this room, uh, for seniors that are graduating and that are ready for their next step, uh, for juniors that are becoming seniors and underclassmen that are, that are moving up a grade. Lord, we want to be faithful to be witness, witnesses. Um, Acts 1.8, you said that we, through the power of your Holy Spirit, we can be your witnesses. And so, Lord, we pray that the gospel would continue to grow. May it uh, be something that we share as we have opportunity and that we live out. And Lord, would, uh, would the gospel and your, your, the body of Christ um, grow even in our area uh, that we would be able to reach the ends of the earth from Maranatha. We're excited to do that. So thank you for each person in this room. Lord, work in them and bless them. We pray this all in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thanks everybody. We're dismissed. Appreciate it.